Hello and welcome to Rhythm and Pixels, the video game music podcast. This is episode seven. Dash, no, no, not seven. This is episode six dash nine, and we're your hosts. I'm Rob Nichols, and I have a cat. Hey, the cat came by. That's that's the that's the Pix- Rhythm and Pixels cat. Yep, the main cat. The other one likes to hide under the bed. Doesn't come out or do anything <laughs> ever. Let me call one eight bit and one sixteen bit. I can work with that. I like that. I like that. And of course, Elvis is 32-bit because he's just the boss. So, Oh, I also, I'm Purnell, by the way. I forgot. Hey. Hey, how you doing? I'm all right. It was rainy outside. It was dribbly, but surprisingly warm for winter still. Don't jinx it. What is that? Before we go into the episode, how's your week been? I mean... Yeah, I was going to ask you. Like, Have you been playing anything new? Surprisingly enough, I think it's been less new and more retreads. Uh, I started. I still been playing Let It Die off and on here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, I am wrapping up my Pokemon sabbatical because I need to get back to my gym duties. Um, but I went back to Link Between Worlds of all games recently. I was kind of surprised by like I don't know what it is like. There's been like a huge bit of Zelda hype because the Switch is coming soon with the Breath of the Wild game. And you were playing Axiom Verge, which made me want to mess with oh, that yeah. again, too. Yeah, so I've been playing Axiom Verge, which is great. I don't... I have a hard time, like, getting back in. Like, I have to convince myself to start playing it again. And then I start playing it, and I start... I just get lost in it. It's just... It's so much exploration. It's, I never really played, like, a lot of Zelda... Uh, Metroid, I mean. Oh, not heard... Why do you describe this? It sounds like Metroid Extreme. Yeah, this game is Metroid. <laughs> it's just... It's, but it's really, really fun. I'm playing that... I'm playing a lot of arcade shmups, like on an emulator. So I'm playing um, Dudan Pachi uh, Daijo Ao. I don't know; it's a hard one. Yeah, that sounds yeah, like a random. Yeah, I'm title. playing. I'm playing cave cave shooters. I'm playing that one, and I'm playing ESP Rade, which is like you're flying. You fl- your your character is in a ship. It's a little person, and he has like or she has um these these crazy psychic powers to shoot bullets everywhere and it's really bloody like for for a shooter game it's super bloody you know as i start to get this weird idea start to funnel game suggestions to the audience <laughs> like hey if you're listening and you want to tweet a response what the heck should we play because yeah, yeah. we're kind of at a loss here we got options out the wazoo well i know this once i finish axion birch my next game um, will be owlboy Oh, you're gonna get that? Yeah, that's that's my next thing because I know that's that's another reason I'm playing a lot of stuff on my uh, my little Steam computer to play shooters on that one is so that I can set up Alboy for my next my next game. I'm still playing Street Fighter, but yeah, for recommendations, I have been listening to a lot of music. Uh, DJ Cutman has has started a new label called Jozu J O Z U, and it is awesome. Pernell, you would love it. I need to look into that though. You got it. I think I mentioned this to you earlier today. My current musical structure right now is surprisingly going back to the old retrograde there was a facebook meme going around recently where people were like your top 10 oh, yeah. influential high school music albums yeah and first of all i don't know i don't know an album from a coaster because i never keep track of albums i'm just listening to the music and second of all i didn't have an identity much less a taste in music in high school i didn't develop musical interests until like early college and like like the early 2000s so I started getting back into that, and I was like looking through the albums, like, okay, what were these influential tracks that I had? 
and I'm diving back into the pool again all of a sudden. It's like all these bands I haven't listened to in like a decade still sound good to me from genres that I've kind of abandoned, like Riot Girl and Punk and Twee. But there's still the shoegaze bopping around. I still getting that too. So it's like there's like Bikini Kill and uh, Huggy Bear. That stuff's awesome though. Yeah, they are. Yeah. It's just you know you know how it goes. You you go down a, a specific path of music, and then eventually you hit a point where you just kind of stop going backwards. But yeah, yeah. This made me go backwards, and I'm remembering, wow, these bands still rule. Well, like, I gotta tell you, this, 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 all the the, new, the music he's got on his new label, like, will take you back. It feels like, like '90s, like almost happy hardcore, like really fast. Oh, happy hardcore! Like, like really hard trance, like really, it's really fun. It's so cool. He's, he he did a mix for Magfest, and it's up on SoundCloud right now. Um, I'll send it to you. It's really awesome. Yeah, especially if there's happy hardcore. I used to love happy hardcore music back in the time. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, I love that stuff. All that old like, like '90s, like early 2000s rave music. It's fun. That's just fun stuff. I just realized we've been gabbing like Dickens. We yes. haven't even mentioned the topic yet. The topic this week, courtesy of listener Ahmed Al Gamdi, um, he was so kind. Um, I think his brother told him about the show, and he sent us a few topics, and we want to just do them. And I'm sorry, Ahmed, that we didn't get to them right away. We had some things we wanted to do first. Which is good though, which because, was things like vacation. Because you, know, oh yeah, <laughs> and you saved us. You definitely saved us by having yeah. topics. Because sometimes the rhythm and pixels think tank runs a little dry. <laughs> sometimes it runs a little slow. <laughs> the gears kind of move it. Anyway, thank you very much, Ahmed. We're going to do the first topic he suggested, which was real time strategy games, which is something Pernell and I have very little experience with. That is correct. Which very also is little. partly what makes this kind of hilarious because. One topic, one of the tracks I picked, well, I'll get to that later, but it was some, it took some work. It took some work to choose some tunes, but I believe that we chose some solid tunes for yes. sure. A lot of Western composers. Oh, yeah. That's kind of the nature of the beast. And is that like, so real-time strategies, like it's more of like a Western thing? I believe so. I mean, there have been some Japanese takes on it. Yeah. But for the most part, it was originally designed by Western studios, mostly on the PC to begin with. Right. And then just kind of spanned it out from there. So it's definitely more so a Western product, to a Western contribution to the video gaming culture. No complaints there, mind you, though. So. All right. Well, um, this is an odd number episode, so you start us off I'm, I'm really curious to what you've brought because i know that we don't have any overlaps all right well in that case i will start us off with a pretty if we're doing a real-time strategy episode if i didn't pick this track i'd hate myself for it because that'd be absurd so let's just <laughs> kick this bad boy off right with the track the terran theme the first terran theme from the game star trek rewind Star what i'm rambling we're going to start this off with the very first Terran theme from the game StarCraft ah. on the PC by the company Blizzard. Pretty much their bread and butter. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go with Terran theme one from StarCraft.
Welcome back. You are listening to Terran Theme 1, at least we believe it to be, because it's credited as any of 1 through 3, depending on where you go to look for it. No, I'm pretty sure it, yeah, it's Terran Theme 1. So there's like Terran Battle 1, or I don't know. It's it's the it's for the Terrans. <laughs> it is composed by Glenn Stafford. Now, I've pretty much told Rob that as far as any dialogue I have, this episode is pretty much just... Reasons why Purnell does not actually play RTS games, <laughs> um, starting with StarCraft. And the one game people love, man. This oh, is like the classic that everyone's like, oh, you want to play a classic RTS, a real-time strategy game? StarCraft. To this day, people still play it obsessively. I'm almost amazed how the staying power that StarCraft has. Um, and it is a good game. I'm not knocking it. Like, I mean, there was a point where I first learned about the game, and I was kind of engaged in looking at how it worked and how it played. And I have a buddy named Michael and he would he's really he was back in the day he was really into this kind of stuff and what happened was he wanted to help me learn how to play Starcraft okay Purnell this is a game you can handle I'll walk you through some stuff so he's like kind of talking to me through how to do X Y and Z and I was suffering from decision paralysis as it went because you're basically building up your mining for minerals you're building you know units and bases all with the intent of conquering a planet basically a map at a time and beating one to two to I think sometimes maybe even three um, armies at once so I'm learning how this game was like okay so I built this and I connect this and I can make this and he's like yeah here it goes and I had to leave to go on an errand of some sort I go to grocery store with my mom I don't know what the heck it was and I was like okay well I gotta end the game man because it's time to go and he's like okay before you go let me show you something (laughs) and like in an instant this swarm of military units <laughs> came from all sides of my base what? and the time he spent telling me how the game worked and me you know going through the most okay i can build this up and it was picking it up and being all happy about it he had surrounded my entire base with what? units this and is he how just you, mauled me hey hey this is how you play the game and now you're dead hey, that's <laughs> right pretty much it yeah now, uh, you're completely surrounded and you can't do anything but now you know how to play you want to try it again well, no that, well that was about four hours of my life i don't think i want that back and in that four hours i learned how awful i am at this so uh, that'll be a new so yeah the, yeah so the, the real-time strategy is like I'm, I'm familiar with like turn-based where it's like you take your turn and you do things they take their turn and they do things and you're kind of strategically moving pieces around the board to fight or something but real time is real-time strategy so everyone's moving their pieces all at the same time and there's usually a, like so much resource management involved like you have to mine for this resource so that you could spend this resource to build more troops and to do this to build more resources and it just seems like such a hassle and then it adds more because it's not just doing those things but each of those things takes a specific amount of time to do yes. so if you don't build the right unit and power it up enough so that the building of the process takes x amount of times less time than before yeah. you're wasting precious so time I, minerals I totally recognize the skill involved in these games and i recognize that the the, the interest in them i just have none of it <laughs> i have none of it so i'm gonna start with my first game we're going back to like the grandpappy of the real-time strategy games. This is Dune 2 for the PC. Um, and we've actually played from this composer before. His name is Frank Klepaki. We played him on the board game episode because he composed for the Monopoly game. Oh, wow. So the 2000-whatever Monopoly game that you enjoyed. Was it by Westwood? Uh, I don't know the producer or the developer. Ah, but it was whatever one that you want, you, the one you chose that you liked a lot was actually Frank Klopacki. Sweet. And I remember back then I was like, what else did he do? And he did a bunch of Command and Conquer games. And so that's what we're going to play. The very first Command and Conquer, Dune 2, 
for the PC. Actually, this is the best part of the track right here. Now, for me, the best part is always the do 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 Like, get you pumped. Get you in it. So I'm playing the credits. This is like post... This is post-pumped. You've already been pumped, <laughs> and you're pumped out. <laughs> Your resources have been extracted. Yeah, this is done. Resources are done. You've you've played all of Dune, which means like four years of your life are gone. No, I'm just kidding. Many worms. I'm just have I'm died. just I'm just playing with you guys. This is no, he's not. Worms have consumed your entire family. <laughs> this is the credits theme to Dune Two <laughs> for the PC by Frank Klepacki. Enjoy. the credits theme to Dune 2 for the PC by Frank Klepacki. The spice must flow. <laughs> Did he actually say that at some point? I mean, it's from, it's from like the original Dune. That's what I've never seen. That's why I like oh, to yeah. say that. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole thing is like the spice must flow because the spice is like the only thing mined. It's the only thing that, could, that will allow interstellar travel and they mine it from the planet Dune. So this sounds like a thing that I need to add to my things to watch. List. I think it would should be added to your things to watch. It's long, and it's really strange. It's, I like strange, and it's very eighties. That's I'm pretty sure it's eighties. Yeah, 
Fortunately for me, I, I'm trained in the 80s arts, so I may be able to <laughs> I've been handle wanting, it. I've been wanting to rewatch it again. And actually, um, Christy's never watched it, so we should, we should watch it together. But I don't think this is something... I think this would be fun, maybe not entirely sober. Well, basically, alcohol would need to be ingested <laughs> for this. It's a little wacky. It's not... Well, it's just strange. It's a strange movie. But yeah, so Dune. Dune... I know, I think it was Dune 1 was the first uh, Command and Conquer game or, or precursor to Command and Conquer as you're playing the different houses fighting for Dune and there's like sandworms that could come up and like kill your troops and stuff. It's, I've seen my brother play through it when I was younger, but that was about it. Like I, I've never had interest in these types of games, but I love the sound of this game. Yeah, it definitely has a very classic-y sound to yeah. it. I like it. It's, it's like that kind of hard edge kind of western old school demo scene sound i really like oh speaking of doom one thing worth mentioning that actually came up while i was talking with matt earlier about this topic of the episode apparently the actual term real-time strategy was coined because of this game oh okay so yeah this really is like the first yeah it's surprisingly it's honestly very surprising to even hear because it was pretty much coined with the intent of marketing this game like it came out in 1982 initially but it wasn't really used on a regular basis and now i know we're bam all of a sudden it's being used to market this genre the, of the, game the, the term real-time strategy wasn't being used and all of a sudden it was like hey here you go exactly but then apparently in the 90s a guy named brett sperry he was a game designer he pretty much coined it as a means to say, okay, time to push this product to the next level. These are real-time strategy games, not that time turn, <laughs> not that normal turn based. Well, stuff. you think about like um, you think about playing board games, right? So you play like Axis and Allies or Risk. Everyone's going around the board, taking their turns, moving things, and making decisions. So I guess it was only the the, the next logical step in like the computer game world to be like, let's all take our turns at the exact same time and see how that works out. Yeah, honestly, this. Obviously, this one changed the script entirely because, as you can tell, the idea of just having real-time strategy games brought in a brand the element of time, yeah. which changed the way anyone could play. Because now, all of a sudden, it's not a matter of just well, I have all the time in the world to make a decision where I can run out of clock. Right? Yeah, which I like to do. But no, like the the, the skill isn't like managing. It's, it's like your clicks and your and your and your key presses aren't moving precision. Like trying to precisely move characters and objects on a screen. Now it's all about managing menus and selecting options. Like, I just don't know. It's still something, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not immaculate, I'm far from good at it, but you gotta admit, there's also something kind of awesome about that too, cause like, it's the idea of like, yeah, we, we kind of oh, wrote yeah, key yeah, yeah. words into a computer, like, okay, I type, type a sentence out. These are people where it's like, they hotkey certain things to different keys, oh, yeah, totally. and they can just kind of fly on like a sequence of like 10 to 20 instructions that just fly through their head. It's just like, key, 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 And isn't, isn't this why like those mechanical keyboards are so like popular now? Because people play like with MOBAs, and are, MOBAs are essentially real-time strategy, right? Pretty much. It's like a combination of like real-time strategy and tower defense. Oh, that makes sense. Anyway, what's your next song? <laughs> um, well, my next track, I'm going to go with, uh, surprisingly, actually, now I'll go with a follow-up to this one because it just makes sense. Cool. Actually, you know what? I got a, a, an idea. I want to ask. I'm going to pass this to you, Rob. So, would you go with something more on a wackier side or something more on a, not wacky, but more like awesome sounding side? You know, there's not a lot of wacky music in this real-time strategy game, so... Let's go with the wacky. 
Sounds good to me. Okay, In that good. case, then, <laughs> both tracks are going to be from the game Command & Conquer 3, Red Alert. Um, but the serious track was going to be Hell March 3 by the same person, actually, playing Kapaki. But the wacky one, and the one that actually makes me smile funny enough, is actually called Soviet March. Soviet March? Soviet March by James Harrigan. Okay. From the exact same game. If you're done tapping your foot, you just listen to Soviet March. Wow. From Command and Conquer 3 Red Alert by wow. James Hannigan. Wow. And wow. It's <laughs> wow, so man. good. Right? Like, AKA, the reason why you'll never leave the menu in the game. I think you just won the show. <laughs> you so yeah. good. You've won it. You won the game. It's like, all yours. That means the, my victory method is I'm going to play this game at some point again because I put it down for a while because of my usual method of being really bad at RTS. I guess, I guess we're a communist podcast now, right? Just Oh, no, 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 no. We, 
This, this is a weird. In the video game music verse, there is no, there are no loyalties. <laughs> only musics, only good listens and fun times. Hey, my only loyalty is to you. And let's be real here. If you could have a mechanical war bear. Can you leave me hanging like that? I'm sorry. This would never happen in my home <laughs> Soviet Russia. Good. That's right, because it'd be punishable. <laughs> Not here, though. Uh, the Not people. The people love you, and the government loves you. <laughs> <laughs> this song's amazing, man. I love, like, once once the singing started coming in, I just lost it. That's amazing. Hey, you, you'll love this, too. Get this. What? So, another story why I don't play RTS games. So, in college... I like, I like this episode about real-time strategy games. It's just you telling stories about why you don't, you don't play them. I keep trying. It's not that I dislike <laughs> the games. It's just I've had bad experiences with them. <laughs> Um, in college, a friend of mine named Michael, believe it or not, a completely different Michael. Hey, you know a lot of Mikes. I know a lot of Mikes. Um, we were roommates in college, and he was obsessed with Warcraft, the Command and Conquer, blah, blah, blah. And at the time, I knew nothing about any of these games. So he was like, hey, I can show you how to play Command and Conquer. You can play on the LAN network with everybody. So we're playing the game together, and I'm just, he's telling me how to do different things, how to, this is what I'm really learning about resource management is in the game, blah, blah, blah. So, here's where it gets interesting. As I'm building my stuff up, I get to a point where I'm suddenly out of money, and I don't know why I'm out of money. Okay. He thinks it's a great teaching tool to go, oh, by the way, this is this is me showing you something. You can steal other players' money. I've been stealing your money this whole time. What? So it's so-and-so. The first game, it's like, okay, now you know how to play. You're completely surrounded. And in this game, it's like, oh, now you know how to play. I've just been stealing your money. Exactly. It's like, now I'm supposed to be trying to have fun. Can't do that. You're bankrupt because he wiped me out while telling me how to play the game. Oh, my God. It's like, why would you do that to a person who's trying to find enjoyment in a new genre of game? That's ridiculous, man. I didn't. This was like the, fir the first or second Command and Conquer. Actually, no, this is the first Command and Conquer. I didn't play Command and Conquer again until this game on the Xbox 360, and that was only because it was marketed so well yeah. that I was like, this is a good opportunity for me to return to this series. I, I remember a lot of crazy marketing happening on TV for this game. Yeah, like I swear I think it was Pamela Anderson who like was the character for the Ameri for the Americans. Like Yeah, like there was like there was like female like leads for each of the different like factions or something and they were like promoting the show. Yeah, and that, that's pretty much what it was. And I was surprised, like, wow, they're putting a lot of cash into this product. This, hopefully it's a good game. I mean, I, people people loved it, man. It's oh, it a, is. It's popular. It's, it's good. I'm just really bad at and it. I really hate it. So my, <laughs> so my next game is for um, for the PC. It's called... Look at you, man. I can't stand it. No. So my next game is uh, it's called Rise of Nations for the PC. And it, the track is composed by Dwayne Decker. And this track is called Dark Forest. And I hope you enjoy it.
This was The Dark Forest from the game Rise of Nations by Dwayne Decker for the PC. And I really like this kind of chilled, chilled out vibe with that like kind of acoustic guitar, but really synthy, like kind of slidey bass. So, so Rise of Nations came out, it was developed by Big Huge Games and, um, and then released, published by Microsoft in 2003. And the, um, uh, the main game designer was actually the designer for Sid Meier's Civilization II and Civilization Alpha Centauri. So in this game, you take control of different like civilizations. So there's different themes for all of these different places like all around the world. And that's really cool. So this one's just Dark Forest, so I'm not really sure. <laughs> Maybe it's like a menu. I don't know. I'm just enjoying the sound because I'm actually picturing like a wandering minstrel telling a tale to this like yeah, once there totally. once was a man who swam in the sea and he drank all the water people tried to pee and and, and okay so you're like it's like a song yeah like you know <laughs> the guy walks, he plays the, he plays the banjo or the, okay. the, the guitar and he's just telling a tale <laughs> a dramatic dramatic See, tale. I, i'm imagining like it's nighttime in a clearing in the forest and there's like a fire and there's like an old guy like sitting on the edge of the fire and there's three young adventurers and they're tired from traveling through the forest and they they see this fire and this old man sitting there and they and they and they go up to him and they sit down and the old man offers them some tea and he tells them about what he's experienced in the forest and what is to come and what he experienced in the forest is <laughs> and a man in, swimming in the ocean and in this part he talks about love love of swimming in the ocean and how he's been living in swimming in the ocean yes <laughs> that's what he was doing he swam yeah. in the ocean <laughs> people it. peed in and it was really <laughs> gross it was not a pleasant journey my child it was warm in this one spot <laughs> but no one knew why <laughs> and so I was cast out from the town because and, I knew but no one would believe me <laughs> <laughs> and this is Rise of Nations for the PC. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the best of games, actually. I love it. All right, what's your next track? This one is an interesting one, and main, and just by coming across this track, I'm, I'm going to be inspired to go back to it off the shelf of shame, as I'm going to start calling it. <laughs> um, but an unrarely mentioned game in the real-time strategy genre, the game is called Grim Grimoire. And the track is called Practice Starts with multiple composers, so I'll wait until it's done running before I read their names. All right, you play this on the PC or is it somewhere else? On the PS2. Oh, okay, cool.
Hi there, listening to Practice Start from Grim Grimare, dude. It's composed by five guys, three you may know. Hitoshi Sakimoto, to begin it all. Masaharu Iwata, he's kind of cool. Kimihiro Abe, he's a dude. <laughs> Let me stop. Mitsuhiro Kaneda and Noriyuki Kamikoro. Yeah, we were just uh, remarking that Hitoshi Sakamoto and Masaharu Iwata are base escape from the game Grand Kingdom. Grand Kingdom for the PS4. Now, I have little to even impart about this game because it is one of the games I bought and it sits on the shelf of shame. But I will have to play it in the next week or so because now I want to, but what I do know about this game is that it is a rarity in the fact that it is a 2D real-time strategy game by VanillaWare, a very well-liked company that genuinely I don't think is talked about enough in the U.S., but they're a great company. What else have they done? Do you know? Odin Sphere is the oh, most known one. So, like, really pretty 2D graphics. Yeah, that's what they're, that's their namesake. Yeah, I like that. Like, the, they're really high-res stuff. There was actually a game that came out for the PS4 in the last couple of months called Earth's Dawn that wasn't made by VanillaWare, hmm. but they tried to sort of ape their art style. Okay. But I don't think the game took off to what because the gameplay was shallow, but it uh, still looked really good. Yeah, I remember. I really liked Odin Sphere. I wasn't. I was horrible at it, but I thought, I thought it was great. Oh, it's a good game, and they recently released a re-release on PS4, which is why I rebought it because a Ooh. lot of games I wouldn't have cared about a re-release. But one of the main issues with Odin Sphere, from which you may recall, was horrible slowdown because yes. the art, the PS2 could not handle that animation. Oh, yeah. yeah, the the RAM, the RAM was not like PlayStation did not have a whole lot of RAM as much as it did as the processing power for 3D graphics. Yeah, but now that it's on the PS4, it runs smoothly, it's fantastic, and I can ask you reattempt overly hard, difficult, why do you even bother mode? Yeah, totally. But um, Oh, wait a minute, this, this track, this is a great track. I think this might be the winner. Really? I Over love the it. Soviet march? You know, okay, they're different. They win They win two different awards. But this is this is fantastic. And the Zappers, I don't even think this is a map figure. I think this is like maybe a plan, the planning or... What's well, called like, practice start. So maybe it's like the opening tutorial thing. It's possible. It's possible. I'll find out. But um, <laughs> I am curious about it. But it's got kind of a Disney quality to it right here. Like what else the do I magical remember? world of real-time strategy. Yes. And, it's, and I mean, you do summon a lot of magical beasts. Like I know you can summon like an elven archer. You can summon unicorns. Deadly unicorns. Pernell, you had me at unicorns. As anyone should be had at unicorns. Let's be real here, man. Absolutely. But, like, it's just, I, I love the art style. I like the idea to try something new, and I wanted to support it when it came out. Just unfortunately, as I tend to do, I got sidetracked very quickly by seeing a shiny quarter bounce down the sidewalk, <laughs> and I went after it. So, but, uh. Maybe if I get some time with it, I'll bring it up. I'll mention it next week. It's like, you know, this is what the game was like. I think it's worth buying, you know, stuff like that. So, all right. My next track is from a really one. I've heard about this one. It's, it's newer. And it sounded interesting in that it was so crazy complicated. It's called the Offworld Trading Company. <laughs> Have you heard of this one? No, but I like the idea of it already. Yeah, it's a cool idea. And it's very, very, very detailed. And then again... You know, looking up some gameplay on YouTube, I'm like, nope, nope, nope. That's all right. But this is cool. This 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 music is is actually really interesting. It's composed by Christoph Tin, and this song is called Allegro for Hydroponic Systems. 
Now you just won the show for best title. I, it's very descriptive. It's like, anyway, it's very descriptive about the song and the game. So Allegro for Hydroponic Systems by Christoph Tin for the game Off-World Trading Company. <laughs> been listening to Allegro for Hydroponic Systems from the game Off-World Trading Company for the PC on Steam by Christoph Tin. 
this makes me want to get quite hydroponic. Yeah. I have to say, it's it does it has the sound of doing science in space, and I like perfectly. And I don't know how that happened. Well, it, it wanted to do a good job of welcoming you to the wondrous world of thermonuclear formulaic equations it's, with pen and paper fun time. <laughs> so yeah, this game is all about. It's it's seriously like you're just trading. I think like you're like mining for resources, and you have to like build solar panels, and you have to dig and sell and buy and trade, and you have to manage your debt to earning ratio. It's crazy stuff. So this sounds like it's more of a. It's less about strategy against other players. You're more like just battling it's, the clock for profit. Yeah, it, well, it's it's strategy, in, but not military. As far as I know, I could be totally wrong, but I'm pretty sure this is all just commerce. Mm, well, I like the sound of that, too, because, I mean, maybe there's like a certain time limit you want to get as much profit in your bank coffers as possible. Yeah, it looked way complicated, like insanely complicated. So, But this the whole the whole soundtrack is a lot like this song, uh, where it's very, very um, kind of classical inspired with a lot of strings and a lot of like fun little chimes and bells. But this one particularly really, really stood out to me. I love, I just love the violins going on. I was, honestly, I don't know how, what to say about like, I was just, it's one of those tracks where it kind of takes you into it. Like, yeah, pull, pulls you into like a whole like kind of story, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The twinkling and just like the grand styling. I don't want to say grand because no, it's not yeah. that grand, but I it's, think it's, it's bits it, of it. I think it builds to something grand, especially at the very end. There's a little middle section here that's coming up that's very, very grand, I think. Like a good, a good, I think a good description to like another comparison, but like certain movie trailers will work with this sort of thing. Like the kind of yeah. brings like get ready for the big show is like, it's like, all right, I can't wait for this movie to come out. Crazy stuff's going to happen at one minute into the trailer. Um, but yeah, it's, I like this track. Like it, it definitely hit me in the, in, I don't know if you see this very often, but it hit me in the feels. Yeah. You, felt, way. you felt this track. Mm-hmm. So. I still, I'm still going to take your earlier mentioning that I won the episode, but yes, no, you did, you did, but, but I, we can still enjoy this. Exactly, but you still hold the trophy. Yes, <laughs> the trophy that does not have a physical representation <laughs> is in my hand right now, and I am holding it. So, for our listeners, go back to our Mega Man battle episode because I think you won that one too, right? Oh, I did. Yeah, because I, I, I hit you with a, a freaking. Uh, out of left field selection. Yeah, that was judged. That was actually judged. Mm-hmm. We got to do another episode like that, actually. That was a fun that was concept. All right, so I'm going to bring this track down because real-time strategy cannot escape. The bonus round. It's time for bonus, the big bonus round. Commander, this is the first step in our glorious conquest. Bonus round is the part of the show where we play covers and remixes and I want to say just other odds and ends that we find based on the theme for today. Because every once in a while, we found just weird stuff that we just want to play on this part of the show. That is true, and I think this very well may be considered an oddity. (laughs) Um, I apologize for any listeners who feel like this is not what they want to hear, but given the topic and the history behind this, I... I had to convince Rob to do it, even. Yeah, I was like, man, should we do a bonus round? I I don't know. And you're like, you told me about it. So yeah, so let's... uh, to tell the audience, basically, tell me, and then put your trophy on the on the table. Oh no, I'm holding the trophy. My trophy is not on the <laughs> this line. Is not, this isn't a title fight. This is not a title fight. This is just a WTF fight. <laughs> okay, just a, just as observational. What you got? Um, long just to wrap up a quick um, lead into this. Back in the day, I and Rob for that matter too. 
um, was really into a game called Pump It Up. It's a Korean dance game that popped up in a random at a local arcade of ours out of nowhere. Yeah. And obviously the recession quickly kicked in. And there was a specific game track called Absolute was Another Truth. Another Truth, yeah, that's right. By a band called Nova Sonic, who at the time I thought was just an in-house band that did songs for the company and Demiro. Turns out I was incorrect. They were actually a Korean metal band that they contracted to do songs for them. So during my internet, you know, Mountain Dew-induced haze of searching <laughs> for all the tracks that this band put out, I came across a specific track, which makes sense because StarCraft was really popular in Korea. Yeah. So lo and behold, they did a metal song based on the Protoss theme from the game StarCraft called For a Dun. Hopefully you like it. We'll see. Are you, are you saying that because you're on the fence? No, I think it's all right. It's just it's a metal song, and I'm not sure how many of our oh. listeners are big on metal. So I think we got some metal fans. All right. Well, and, and I can I can I can I can be swayed. All right. So in that case, let's just give this a solid attempt. Let's rock out for a done by the band Nova Sonic.
hope you enjoyed that dash of cultural crossover. Um, Korean metal on Rhythm and Pixels. Um, what did you think of it, Rob? I was pretty heavy, man. I enjoyed that. I liked all the I liked all the singing. Oh, thank you. I I I don't know. Like I always I've always found myself interested in foreign vocals once I learned I think it stemmed from me liking metal. Once I liked general metal, I was able to listen to anything that sounded good regardless if I understood what they were actually saying. Uh, this this felt more like had that industrial kind of like feel to it with all like the clanging and all of like the crazy sound effects. Probably they're probably sound effects from the game, I would imagine. Yeah, some of them were. Like you probably heard the people the woman go, I need more res- I need more resources. They basically a lot of English That could have been anybody. It could have been, been the lead singer's kid sister. I need resources for my school project. Go to the store and pick them up. Everyone's growling in Korean, and this little girl comes up and she's like, I need more resources. <laughs> okay, okay, go to the store. Um, but, like, yeah, it's uh, I, I like the band a lot. Um, I still, even once in a while, I can still go back and listen to their stuff and enjoy it to this day. It usually comes up in weird spurts. Like, again, I'll be playing Pump It Up come across the song slam and go, you know what? I want to go see if I still have those songs on my, on my recovery drive. And I do. And I jam for a bit and I dance and I'm good. Um, but yeah, if you like this track, let us know. And by all means, we can talk, we can totally do a whole episode on like tracks that are not in English. We could do like a metal episode. It'd be kind of cool. We could, if that could happen. All right. I'm, I'm putting it down. Sit right alongside the classical music episode. <laughs> there it is. All right. From an next track. This is from the game Command and Conquer, and this is the cover. This is a cover of the song called Fogger, like not Frogger, but Fogger. <laughs> Dodge those cars. Um, by the artist uh, Mast G R R R, aka Nick Laws Yelm Smith. He is uh, from Belgium, so check this out. This is his cover of Fogger.
is the cover of Fogger by the artist Mast GRRR, aka Nick Laws Jelm Smith from Belgium. Yeah, had a very like groovy kind of kind of a old school synth sound to it, which I appreciated. Yeah, I appreciate. It. I like this track. It it ran. It had moments where it's like it ran for a little bit longer than we thought. It was just as it was, it was wearing out as well. It was like right, right. change up, and it was like, oh, it changed up, and it was like went right back. To I was like, oh yeah, I like that piano sound. All right, it's kind of kind of digging that piano sound some more, and then it changed changed up right right when I needed it to. But no, I I, I, I hope you enjoyed that. I was I liked it. For more information about the artists um, covered on the bonus round part of the show, check out rhythmandpixels.com, and we'll have links to their Bandcamp's bios, SoundClouds, and everywhere else you can find their music. You've been listening to Rhythm and Pixels, episode 6-9, our focus on real-time strategy games. We hope that we did your recommendation topic a good service. It was an interesting challenge for both of us, but same time, not only did it bring back some interesting memories and some great tunes, so yeah. March, but it also <laughs> has me now wanting to go home and try booting up Grim Grimoire. Yeah, so that's good. We got, we got, we got some good things out of that. Yes, I would say so. I would say so. So by all means, please, folks, please keep those suggestions coming because it keeps Rob and I from getting rusty. <laughs> it allows us to dig deep into ourselves and find the music that allows us to persevere against all odds. <laughs> what odds would those be? <laughs> well, you know, all sorts of odds. You know, like one, three, five, seven. Come on, all in sevens. Nineteen's a real sevens. jerk. Oh, man. But, you know, for real. <laughs> <laughs> but for realsies, if you got some questions for us or if you want to send those suggestions our way, email is a fantastic place to do it. Rhythmandpixels at hotmail.com. And for more information on the show and a full track listing, go to the website. Rhythmandpixels.com. Check us out on Twitter at rhythm underscore n underscore pixels. Or check us out on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube or anywhere else as Rhythm and Pixels, all one word. Someone had mentioned they enjoyed the the bonus beats episode, so I think I'm going to do those maybe once a month or so. So not in replacement of an episode, unless it does happen again, but just as like kind of a an expansion. I can dig that. Like what we, like a ramp. Well, they call that on the Saturn like the expansion, like a rumble pack. We'll call it the rumble ram cart. Ram cart. This is a rumble pack ram cart. <laughs> Just go with the SSD4 version. That was called the expansion pack. Yeah, memory cards. Expansion pack. All right. Um, <laughs> sim sim pack. cards. Uh, expansion pack. You're like naming everything but expansion pack, pack here. It's CD audio. You're just getting in my head here. This isn't. This isn't right. This isn't wholesome. <laughs> bonus beats expansion pack. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Bonus beats. Anyway, you've been listening to Rhythm and Pixels, video game music podcast. I'm Rob Nichols and I'm Pernell, and we'll see you next week. And remember, yeah, I know life is a thing where you always kind of want to have all of your ducks in a row. Life is a highway. <laughs> oh.
I want to strategize it all. Nah, but like, we no bond. I love that, man. <laughs> nah, but it's like, we always feel as though we want to, you know, have all of our ducks in a row and plan things out, strategize 10, 20, 30 moves in advance just to be prepared. Maybe not everybody. Maybe it's just me. I don't friggin' know. But as it needs to be done, sometimes what you want or what happens in life is not what is planned, is what is unexpected. And therefore, can also be what is most awesome. You just have to be ready for the unexpected. Just because you didn't plan doesn't mean it can't be a great thing to endeavor, encounter, embark upon. All the above. So, have at it. Whatever comes your way, because you can take it. <laughs>